0: ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Elmore team left side three is good! From 30 feet, John Elmore! The Drive with Paul Swan. Welcome, and it. it's the Thursday, June 28th edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Again, not your source for World Cup action. If you were tuning in for World Cup soccer action today, I'm not your guy, but we will get into anything else you want to talk about. The number 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. You know, I actually read somewhere that uh, it's not a good idea to just open the phone lines up. And I was sitting there thinking, yeah, but it's so fun sometimes just to find out, at least especially in summer, what people are thinking about. I don't think it's career suicide, but then again, Uh, we shall see. I got a few things we're going to get into today. Um, I do want to start, though, with, uh, again, a subject that's always near and dear to my heart. A subject that is near and dear to my heart, and that is the changing sports television landscape. Now, if you've been following along, you know that Disney is trying to acquire Fox. Disney and Fox combined would offer up a lot of content. And for movie fans, that's going to be great because that's going to tie up almost all of the Marvel properties back under one umbrella, with the exception of the stuff that Sony has. So there's a big content grab going on right now. AT&T doing it with Time Warner. Disney's doing it with Fox. But there's a condition. The condition is the Department of Justice filed suit and at the same time they filed a settlement, basically doing their paperwork. Like, okay, there's going to be some problems here, but if you divest the RSNs, the regional sports networks, we're going to be cool. And that's a big hurdle to get across. And what that means is you're not going to have your monster. ESPN already is huge. ESPN would have got s- You could have had so many crossover opportunities. Content going both ways. You could have had local reporters already embedded on the ground covering the beat. So many opportunities, right? Well... Department of Justice basically saying, look, if we let this go through and you keep the uh, RSNs, it's not going to work out because competition is going to go down. And it's been pretty beneficial to have Fox competing with ESPN. It's been pretty beneficial to the sports fan, the consumer. And that's the deal. So now the sports consumer might win because these regional sports networks are going to be spun off. So who gets them? That's the big question. There are so many players out there right now. Who could get these? Comcast could jump in here. I mean, Keep that in mind. Comcast wanted to get a piece of the action. Comcast wanted this deal. They put a lot of money, and it cost Disney more because Disney had to up the ante. And Disney did. But Fox's 22 regional sports networks have got to go by the wayside in. I think Comcast might be a big winner here because now you could have some of these RSNs being owned by the teams involved. I'll give you an example, a great example that's cited. Yes, that was actually owned originally by the Yankees before they they, they sold a stake and then a majority control to Fox. They have a buyback option, so they might buy it back. Think of it this way. Instead of selling our rights, we own the rights. We own the platform. And then we can go make all the monies. Now, it's different in college now because colleges are giving their rights to other entities because infrastructure, plain and simple. The infrastructure is the colleges don't have to go out, hire new people and pay for that overhead. I mean, they're going to have to hire talent. They're going to have to pay for administration, everything that goes along with that. And it's simpler for the colleges because the colleges don't really own the platform. They own the content, but they don't own the platform. And you're not going to have 80, 90 colleges and universities with their own platform. I mean, if you're Texas, you can have your own platform. But if you're West Virginia, you can't have your own television platform necessarily that's going to give you the reach you want. Or if you're Marshall, you're not going to have your own television platform that's going to give you the reach you want. Virginia. Ohio State might be able to do something like that. But still, they're getting tons of cash from the Big Ten, the Big Ten network. So it's not that feasible. But if you're the Yankees and you've got the Yankee network, you own it, you bring it back in, you bring in the money. And the infrastructure is there. You're a big enough organization, you can do this. You can incur the startup cost, you can incur everything else that takes to run a network. Then you've got you've got the platform. It's a great deal. So you can see actually some of these RSNs getting snapped up by the teams. You control the message. You own the platform, you control the message that goes on the platform. Now that's simple basic math, and that simple, basic understanding of how the game works. So you could see that some of these could go to teams, or they could snap up some of the control here. Because after all, if you control the platform. You've got, I mean, the radio networks are a good deal for sports teams. You know, radio networks are a partnership between usually a platform, a distributor, a radio station, and the team. Some teams have more control. Some teams have uh, more of a partnership. Some teams are dependent on the radio station or the media holder a little bit more. It just varies from network to network, team to team, state to state. But the radio networks have been good business. It gets the message out, gets the platform uh, out. The radio network is a great way to be a advertising platform for your sponsorship dollars. If the TV network's involved now, you've, you've con- continued to find a new revenue source. Because really, say you're a smaller market, say you're the Pittsburgh Pirates. If you controlled your network, you controlled your television deal, maybe you make more money. Maybe you make more money than what you're getting now. It does cost to produce these games. But that's kind of going on the micro level. Let's go back a little bit here. Let's pull this back. So Comcast could be a, a huge player. They're trying to, they were trying to get all the Fox assets. Well, they could get a lot of these RSNs because right now they're the second largest RSN owner. They've got seven. And if they add to that, they're going to be a major player in the regional sports network platforms in that area. Because if you are a Pirates fan, you're a Reds fan, you are a fan of whatever team, are you going to ESPN every night? No, you're not. If you're listening to the game, if you're a Pirates fan, you're listening to the game, you're listening to it, depending on where you're at, on the radio network. You're going to listen to it on the flagship. If you are here in the Tri-State and you're a Pirates fan, you're going to listen to it right here. If you're watching it on TV, okay, I got TV. I can watch it here. I, I want to watch it on TV. Well, you're going to watch it on the Regional Sports Network. That's where you're going to watch it. And so it does make sense for these teams to be a part of this. But at the same time, all of a sudden, You've got that fan night in and night out. I mean, Baseball is a night in and night out deal, but you've got that platform where you can reach that fan every day. So that's a big deal if you all of a sudden have more and you can create, again, a, a larger RSN. So they would have more leverage in the marketplace. They would have more power, and they could strike some deals. Content is king. And we say ESPN's the worldwide leader, and that's true, but night in and night out, I'm not tuning in to ESPN if I want to watch my favorite team. And I've got to buy specialty packages if I want to watch my favorite team, which is not on my regional sports network. If I want to watch the New York Rangers in hockey, i got to get a specialty package. Where are the games coming from, mostly? Uh, the games are coming from the regional sports networks. So I'm watching that content there. The national content is coming on different platforms. But night in and night out, I'm watching. I'm here on this platform. So that's a big deal right now. So I don't think Comcast is going to be a player in this because Comcast could become so big because they're the second largest right now. And that could, again, be a competition issue. It could be a marketplace issue as well that, okay, uh, you've got more marketplace leverage and there's not a serious... You're, you're going to become even a bigger competitor um, in this space, but at the same time, you're not going to be conducive to better pricing or more competitive pricing. So that might be out of the deal, not happening here. So here is some options. Um, you could see... Um, Maybe AT&T jumps in. Who knows? AT&T could could hop into this. I mean, they still probably have some issues with Time Warner. Uh, I don't think this is an ultimate defeat for, for Disney, for ESPN, because, to be honest, I think ESPN can leverage their brand and reach their maximum. They don't need the regionals. They would have loved to have them. I think they would have loved to have them as well. And this could have been a great place for all the extra content that's coming from ESPN. They could spread this across many platforms. But I'm hoping we see someone else step up. You could have Charter step up. They've got a few RSNs. Uh, There are some other entities out there that are trying to step up and be more of a competitor. Uh, Discovery could get into the, the mix here. I mean, you've got some of the rights holders now maybe going to leverage their European interest into the states more. So there are so many potentials here. The question here, though, is uh, how does it benefit you? How does it benefit me? Why, why are we talking about this? What's the hook? Well, the hook for me is as long as we've got several entities out there I think it's going to be a better, more competitive landscape. Not saying this is going to save the day, but it's going to be a competitive landscape for schools like a Marshall, like teams in Conference USA, like teams in the MAC. Because as long as you've got options, content's going to be needed. People are going to need content. Programmers are going to need content. That's the king of everything. Content wins the day. And if you need content, and here's some property. Why do you think BN is with Conference USA? They needed content. They're trying to make their push into American sports, college football. And so they are on board with Conference USA. I think part of it's a proof of concept. Part of it is they just needed content to get a foothold more so And the United States. So that's where they're at. Stadium needed content. So Stadium has deals with schools and universities, including Conference USA. Why did Conference USA go with Stadium? Because they needed a place for their product, and Stadium needed games, needed content. And if you've got more people competing for your product, more people competing for your content... I think ultimately it's going to be a better deal for everybody. Plus, let's face it, flip on ESPN, okay, um, don't like what I see there. I'm going to flip to, five, okay, World Cup's there. No, get me off that. And I think CBS needs to make a stronger push. I think NBC Sports Network, NBC has really, um, I don't know what they're doing, but I think it works. Because I'm not tuning in for motocross and poker and everything else they're doing. But I'm tuning in for their hockey programming. I mean, that's their big anchor. They they seem to be a network that you don't see too many problems coming out of there. Uh, I think they're living within their means. They're not having layoffs. We're not hearing of it anyway. It's not happening on a level that makes news. But... They've got a core mission there. I mean, and the Olympics come rolling around, you definitely are watching NBC Sports Network. But that seems to be a great destination for hockey right now. Who's going to step up and offer a national package for hockey? Well, NBC's got that right now. So they all have a purpose. But ultimately, I think this is going to be a good deal because if you would have had the mega sports ESPN empire, would that have meant more of a, we're sharing content, we're sharing resources, we have more platforms now to offer more content? Or uh, was this going to be, all right, we're going to shape this into its own network? Because part of the problem for me years ago when my Saturdays uh, were a little freer was I would go down the channel and go, okay, i was just use Hofstra, Hofstra as an example. I would just see Hofstra. 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 Okay, apparently the Regional Sports Network Game of the Week is Hofstra. Why am I paying for this? Why am I uh, paying the added pleasure of having all these extra sports channels when I'm not getting anything? I'm not getting anything different. Maybe I want to watch Bethune-Cookman. Maybe I want to watch something else. Maybe I want to watch Montana. Give me Grizzly football. I want to watch that. That wasn't the option here, so I'm hoping that we get a change here. But... Stranger things have happened. All right, we're going to come back and uh, we're going to carry on with the program. Uh, I got a couple of things I want to get into with you today. Uh, a little lighthearted stuff today. Uh, we could use a little lighthearted right now. So we're going to do that when we continue on. This is the Drive ESPN 94.1 FM AM and AM930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Thursday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I think during the summer, I'm going to have to apply for a part-time job over at Marshall. I'm just going to put my application in tomorrow. I'm going to go march myself in to the sports information office, and I'm just going to say, look, I know budgets are tight. Let me help you. I've got some ideas. Because I think every day Marshall should come up with some crazy way to get some, uh, some play. Now how we're going to do this, but if the news cycle can be dominated by a sign that happened to show up on the Today Show a couple of days ago and then the reply to it got a lot of play, I think we can do the same thing for Marshall. Because I've got some personalities to work with over there. Because if you haven't been following, a couple of days ago, a Louisville fan had a sign on the Today Show, and Kentucky coach John Calipari, he was accused of hating puppies. That's almost the worst thing you could be accused of. There are a few other things. There are a few other things you can be accused of that are worse. I know. But, hating puppies? That's almost the worst. Who hates puppies? Who hates puppies? Nobody hates puppies. If you hate puppies, you're not a human. Every single person on this planet either loves puppies or you're a monster. Plain and simple. There's not a... Uh I I hate puppies and I'm an okay person. It's you like puppies or you don't. And so what does Coach Cal do? This man's a genius. Again, showing why he's the master, we all sit at his feet learning and drinking up the wisdom and knowledge that he 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 spouts. Um He had an event. Lexington Humane Society welcomed in um, some puppies to his office. He threw this on Twitter. And this got news. I'm sitting here thinking about just having 30 dogs run through my office. Please, no one say I hate elephants. So he tweeted this out. He's got puppies rolling through his office. And the Lexington Humane Society, first of all, uh, they've got a couch protector in Cal's office. I mean, that's, that's sweet branding right there. They've got their own couch protectors. Where can I get one of those? I have a dog. I could use a couch protector. This isn't just like a, a throw. This is the whole couch being protected. And the man himself, Coach Cal, just, you know what? I'm going to drop 30 puppies in my office. I'm going to make this an event. I'm going to do something here. And so... Um, he turned this into a, a worthy cause, a news story. I mean, the Lexington Humane Society is getting play still, because we're talking about it. Well played, sir. Well played. Now, um, what he did was just made Twitter blow up, doing all the puppy selfies and all the pictures posted on his Twitter account. And um, he basically came out. I think maybe the sign really got him a little bit because the guy loves animals. Who would accuse you of hating puppies? That's almost the lowest thing you can accuse somebody of. You hate puppies. What kind of human being do you think I am? So he, he tweets it out. Hey, I'm, I'm proud to be a supporter of Lexington Humane and what they do. Um, and he's got uh, all the puppies just rolling through his office. Um I want to see now, here's what I want to see. I want to see Dan D'Antoni with puppies. This should be the new Ice bucket Challenge. This should be the new Ice Bucket Challenge where coaches across America support puppies and their shelters and humane society. So I want to see. I'm throwing the challenge out there now. It's it's on now. It has to happen because I have made the challenge, and I'm going to hammer this home as much as I possibly can, uh, when appropriate. I'm going to give it a few days. Let's give it a few days, and then um, we'll come back and revisit this in a couple of weeks. But I want to see Dan D'Antoni with puppies. It's summer. What's going on in uh, college athletics right now? Not too much. So give me my photo op here. I want to see Dan D'Antoni with a whole bunch of puppies. I'm not going to accuse him of not liking puppies. I'm not going that far, but I, I want to see stuff like this. I think there should be something like this every week. Hey, give me Doc Holiday with puppies. Give me Doc Holliday on the field with puppies just all over him. And do it for a good cause. Do it for the Huntington Shelter. Do it for one of the no-kill shelters. Do it for somebody who uh, puts a lot of time and energy into uh, this. I think that would be a, a great way to be a part of uh, a good cause, have some fun. I mean, yeah, sure, it's it's not original now. Coach Cal did it. He's going to do it first. But if I could get Dan to do it with the puppies, that would be something. That would say something right there to me. I Kentucky's still in the news. Basketball. Kentucky basketball. Always finding ways to be in the conversation and news. And the more people are talking about Kentucky basketball, the more they're talking about Coach Cal, the more we're talking about Coach Cal, the more people hear about it. And I'm not saying this is going to win anyone over as a recruit. Oh, hey, Coach Cal, he plays with puppies. I'm going to sign with UK. That's not happening. But... Coach Cal's always relevant, the master of it all. He, he's showing why he's the king. He he's on top of this. He's got the social media game down. He's got the podcast thing down. He's got the endorsements down. He's doing it all. He's got the Taj Mahal of an office that uh, they're working on. I think, I think his office is probably nicer than uh, some uh, some basketball arenas. Pretty pretty sure of that, and so. Hats off to uh, to uh, coach there for uh, coming up with a uh, a good rebuttal to the John Calipari hates puppies. How how do you hate puppies? Nobody hates puppies. It's um, it's if you hate puppies, I I, I don't have anything to say for you. I don't think I, I I don't think I can help you. And don't give me I'm a cat person either. You can be a cat person and like puppies, because everybody loves puppies. It's like almost the lowest thing you can accuse somebody of. More on the way. It's The Drive, ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. Don't forget, if you ever miss any episode of the program, you can go back and listen to it on Apple Podcasts, your radio, or on TuneIn. You can go to our website, wrvc.com. Hey, I want to remind you, uh, we got something coming up for you next month. If you are a big Kentucky fan, and I know a lot of you are, and hopefully you're listening to our sister station every day, Cat Sports 93 3 and 1340. If you are, uh, we got a big event coming up. It's going to be in July, it's going to be on the 17th on a Tuesday. Um, Blazers Restaurant and Bakery. want to thank those folks for hosting Kentucky Sports Radio's summer tour. They're going to be in Ashland on that day. Free event, 10 a.m. to noon is when the show is going to be broadcast live. Now, Blazers is going to open up early. They're going to have a brunch menu. These are items you normally couldn't get because they open up a little bit later as they get ready for lunch. But they're going to open up early for you to come on out. They'll have a different menu and I hear the bakery is to die for that's almost the most exciting thing here is the hitting up the bakery that day and finding out what it is that people keep talking about but i'm a big fan of kentucky sports radio i get to tune into them most every day over on our sister station and um, they figure a way to talk about talk about sports it was it's almost like They talk about everything but sports, but yet they talk about a lot of Kentucky. So if you're a big fan of UK, you're a big fan of Kentucky Sports Radio, I want to give you the heads up. Big event coming up. It's going to be an Ashland Blazers restaurant and bakery. Our hosts, we appreciate them for taking good care of us. Um, The good news is that the bakery is going to be open, and I'm sure a lot of you are going to be getting that morning donut or two or whatever those pastries are. Uh, I get there early. So I'm going to get a preview, and yes, Gabriel, I'm going to bring you some back. Our producer Gabriel Suggard's giving me the eye, like, uh, where where do I fit in? On just come over. Don't wait till five for you to come in here and have some uh, some stale pastry because it's been sitting on my desk waiting for you. Come on over. That's what you should do. Maybe that's maybe not a good idea. Let me think about that. Uh, maybe that's not a good idea to have you have early access to the pastries. Uh, I know it's going to be a big event. I hope you come with us as well. We are going to take our final break. We're going to come back and um, going to go over uh, some of the 2018 All-USA West Virginia High School baseball team members when we continue with today's edition of The Drive. It's ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Thursday edition. Appreciate you being a part of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. As summer continues, we're just getting that much closer to football. It'll be over soon. The dog days of summer. I mean, enjoy your summer, but football's coming. All we need to know. Hey, some good news today for uh, a few local kids. Uh, USA Today High School Sports has uh, announced their 2018 All USA West Virginia baseball team. Um, Hurricanes coach is the coach of the year, Brian Supplin. And congratulations to him. Got the uh, Redskins to their second class AAA state championship in five years. Uh, Chase Swain, the uh, player of the year from Ravenswood. Um kids of note, um, I'm going to go over the local kids here. A, l- a lot of them are, but uh, I'm going to go over mostly just the kids from the immediate area here in our region. Um, let's see, Jake Carr from St. Albans uh, made the team. Uh, Madison Jeffrey from Cabell Midland makes the team, so congratulations to him. Um, let's see, uh, Brett Morris from Winfield makes the team we got to mention Winfield of course so Winfield the unofficial high school of the show uh only because of Woody Woodrum uh Nick Loftus from St. Albans uh you've got um let's see second team is uh Jonathan Blackwell from Hurricane uh Wyatt Millum from uh M- Wayne uh Chandler Kelly from Hurricane makes the team uh Tyler Cox from Hurricane uh let's see uh Noah Cummings from uh, St. Albans. Uh, let's see. Uh, Noah Dingus. Yeah, Chapmanville. We'll go over there. Chapmanville as well. Uh, full list online. You can, uh, of course, head over to uh, wvmetronews.com. Uh, Garrett Cullen putting together the list for Metro News. So, uh, shout out to him for uh, putting this together. It's a good list. Hurricanes are a really good baseball team. Some good baseball being played this year in the state of West Virginia. Um And uh, a lot of good names on there. Uh, Especially, uh, you know, shout out to uh, some of the kids, especially the the real local kids, uh, at least in in our immediate area. uh, Madison Jeffrey from Campbell Midland. So uh, always good to see some of the local kids uh, make these national lists as well. So um, it is um, Thursday. And as I mentioned earlier, top of the show, uh, I am not your destination for World Cup soccer, but I'm going to mention this one score. Uh, I do believe... I just know they lost uh, the the mother country for so many of us, England, home of our our queen. They lost today in group play, so uh, they still qualify, but uh, they lost. Is that the team you're rooting for? Is that our team? I say our team, being sarcastic here. Is that is that our, our team? Is that your team, Gabriel? Are you watching the World Cup? No, but that's your team. What about Mexico? Was that not your team? Okay. I haven't picked out which team is not my team yet. I think all of them are not my team. Chris, I better be careful. Um, Kevin Long, Chris Grassi might not want to come back on the show after hearing this today. Uh, I support Marshall soccer. Let's let's get it clear right now. Um I'm supporting Thundering Herd soccer and Thundering Herd soccer players. That's where it begins and that's where it ends. If it's not Thundering Herd soccer, I'm not down. But as long as Marshall has soccer, men's and women's programs, I will support the Thundering Herd. I know that's a that's really narrowing down. It's it's condensing my soccer support to one lone university out in the wilderness. But as long as it's herd soccer, I I am supporting it. On a global stage, if, if you're good enough to come to Marshall, I'll support that as far as the recruiting efforts. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to go to a, a FC Cincinnati match. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Uh, there was an attempt years and years ago to get me to a crew game back when uh, I guess they were good back in the um, the 2000s, that did not happen. but I got to the Columbus Zoo, but that did not happen. The soccer match did not happen. I guess it was like a, a USA match as well. Actually, I think that's what it was. Uh, the, the girlfriend at the time was a big soccer fan. We're not we're not together. I don't know if the soccer thing had anything to do with it, but that was a thing. So, no, I didn't make it there. Uh, we got to the zoo, though. We made it to the zoo. So, uh, go bears. Go penguins. Go elephants. Go koala bears. Um, lions and tigers and panthers and all that. Um, flamingos. Go flamingos. Not, not U.S. soccer. So, uh that's important. You uh, you should have things in common and things, uh, if you have things not in common that yeah you both you have strong opinions on, I don't know if that's a thing you should avoid. They say opposites attract. If that's the case, uh, I'm doomed to uh, a soccer fan. Uh, the big sports story tomorrow is going to be uh, LeBron James. That's going to be the big story tomorrow. The LeBron watch will... Finally, give us some direction. Will he stay or will he go? And if he's leaving Cleveland, I'm going to tell you right now, we have several Cleveland Cavalier fatheads in our studio. I'm not saying they're going to come down. But if LeBron James is not on the roster, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen to our our decorations here. I'm lobbying for some Bengals fat heads. I haven't got management to sign off on that yet. But I'm lobbying for that. Or I know what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to try to bundle that in. I'll get some Marshall fat heads. Actually, I think we're on to something here. We'll bundle some Marshall fat heads with a couple of Bengals fat heads just to uh, redecorate the studio here. while we're ordering fatheads, any team you want, Gabriel? Any any anybody? Do you have a team? You're the most non-sports producer of a sports show I've ever met. I mean, you're you're not here for the sports content. That's that's what I love about you. It's like, what do you think about that, Gabriel? I don't know. I'm not here for the sports content. I'm here for the radio side of that. That's why I love this kid so much. Um at least, thankfully, um, you remember when Luke Creasy was interning with us? We had him at WMUL. He's working for the Herald-Dispatch now. See, this job can elevate you somewhere. He's working for free for us, and then next thing you know, he's got a paid gig at the newspaper. I don't know what's happened to you, but so far, I've got a good intern record here as far as getting these kids off and running in their careers. And at least he's not here right now because he will be texting me about my uh, anti-soccer opinions. He does it all the time. Every time I even mention something, I get a text from Luke. One, just to let me know that he's still there. And two, to give me grief about my soccer game, which is non-existent when it comes to everything but martial soccer. So I'm hoping the next intern we have doesn't do that. We're going to have to rethink this internship policy here. All right, that's going to do it for this really uh, lighthearted, fun edition of the show. Uh, Thanks to our producer, Gabriel Sellers. I'm Paul Swan. Uh, Back tomorrow for the Friday edition. Until then, have a great evening. Don't forget, if you miss any part of the program, you can always catch us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio. We are on TuneIn. Uh, Overcast. We're on Overcast. Um, Anchor. That's a big platform for us. Anchor's our big platform. And, of course, uh, you can do the show by going to the website, wrvc.com. Subscribe. Get it downloaded to your phone every day or your device. Easy way to do it. Or here's another way. You can ask Alexa to play the show. Uh, Grab an app called AnyPod, and you can ask Alexa to play The Drive for False One. That's going to do it for this edition of the show. Thanks for listening. Back tomorrow. Until then, good night, everyone. Huntington W227 BS Huntington ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 Huntington Sports Station